Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Well, hello, hello, Trish. Welcome back. Thank you so much. It's good to be back. And look like we're waiting on... Hold on. Hold on. Waiting on 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 um Keisha. Great. So we'll have all of us on. But other than that, because it's uh nine o'clock on the dot, so I'm gonna get the YouTube side started as well. Great. So we can I have to do the intro. Okay, we are back. Um, I guess Keisha will be joining us shortly. She did message us a little bit ago that she was standing by. Maybe she stepped away to get some coffee or something. Great. All right, so welcome you guys to a Christmas, or I should say Christmas Eve version of um, The Young and the Restless, The Bold and the Beautiful, CBS Soap Dish Recap. We're going to recap everything. Um, Got a couple of announcements, some news, some, um, you know, a lot of different things we're going to talk about today. First of all, we got Trish back on the YouTube side because I know last week, how's your husband doing? We're having a better week. It's been a little bit crazy down here, but thank you for asking. Appreciate it. Okay, no problem. That's good to hear because I know last week when I was talking to you, he wasn't doing too good. He was not. It was really rough. And I tell you, if uh, any listeners out there are um, with loved ones who have rare illnesses or chronic illnesses, just know we love you and we're thinking about you. All right. All right. I see a bunch of you just jumped in right now on the YouTube side. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We haven't started yet. We're waiting on Keisha, but we are going to get started. We can catch her up, you know, because I want to be mindful of everybody's time. I know it's Christmas Eve. So folks probably are with family or maybe need to do some last minute shopping. So who knows? There she is. Hey, Keisha. Hey, hey ladies. Hi, Keisha. Right. Hi. How you doing? You good? Yeah, I'm good. How are you guys doing? I'm good. I'm good. We're excited. So um, for those that are new, um, what we normally do is over here on CBS Soap Dish Recap, where both Trish, Keisha, and I, we recap both the young and the restless, the bold and the beautiful for the previous week. We're going to do the young and the restless first, and then we're going to do the bold and the beautiful. And then we have two segments at the end where we have the flip the script segment, which is if there's a particular scene or storyline we wish we could change, that's where we flip the script. And also, who's going to take a seat this week? (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Wait a minute. Y'all got a list already? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. 
All right, so we're going to go ahead and jump into this. Uh, however, I did say I wanted to announce a couple of things. On the YouTube side, if you're looking at the screen, you can now purchase uh, Young and the Restless and Bold and the Beautiful merch. And if you see the ticker at the bottom, the, the website to go over there and get you some merch is right there. Also, you can follow us on Instagram at CBS Soap Dish Recap. And then make sure y'all, you guys have come in, hit that like button. And also, if you're not subscribed, hit the subscribe button. On the podcast side, I want to thank you guys for supporting both Keisha, Trish, and I over the past Three, almost four years. Can you guys believe it? It'll be coming up four years in 2023. That's unreal. It's unreal. It just flew by, didn't it? it? It really did. It doesn't seem like that long. And then, of course, in 2022, we welcome Trish to the podcast. So, hey, we, we, we're, our, our little family is growing over here. Well, And I'm so happy to be part of it. Thank you. Uh, no problem, no problem. All right, so let's, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into what happened with the Young and the Restless, and we're going to do the summary, and then we'll break down everything else. Okay, so Johnny agreed to exchange Holiday's gift with Chelsea. Jack distracted Stark while Kyle, Summer, and Harrison spent Christmas Eve at Diane, I mean, with Diane at the Abbott Cabin. Danny surprised Daniel with a holiday visit. Mariah and Tessa were overjoyed when a prospective birth mother expressed interest in meeting them. And then they had that dream that we saw on Friday's episode. All right. And then I got to make another announcement with some of our Young and the Restless cast members. Congratulations to Michael Mueller who is now officially engaged to his new, to his new fiance. Michael Miller is the guy that plays Kyle for those, you know, that might not know who that is. And we want to send positive vibes to Eric Braden because he's recuperating from knee surgery, knee replacement surgery this past several weeks. I saw that. Yes. That's a big one. Yeah, that's a big one. But, um, he, you know how he did the whole Victor stance. He was standing up outside of the, the hospital bed with his arm like, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. It was amazing. <laughs> it was. It was. Okay. So let's go ahead and jump into this. What storyline you guys want to break down first? I defer to Keisha. What you Dang got, it. girl? This is like this is like asking somebody what restaurant do you want to eat at? Oh my gosh! <laughs> when it comes to me, oh um, yeah, we also there's another piece. The whole thing with Sally and her unexpected stomach issues. Mm. So we got to talk about that too. Oh my god, the chat is just li- lighting up. Amaya, hello, hello, hello. Melanie Corley, welcome. Javoris Kern, Jeanette Whitten, Tenefery Cat, Merry Christmas. Okay, can we get the can we get the uh, Mariah Tessa one day episode out of the way? Okay, sure. That was boring for me. <laughs> you know, I'm what? sorry. That I know it was supposed of- to be like a very you know sweet episode because it we know that Mariah Tessa has been wanting to adopt, and looks like this is next week. It looks like it's going to be revealed that this is their way in. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it was just so it was boring it was boring it was boring it was boring because it was only them and I can only take so much of Sharon and her sweetness uh, that when it, I don't know what it is but when it comes to Sharon and her family mm-hmm. and listening to Sharon analyze everybody's uh emotional and mental states because I feel like that's all of her conversations now everything is turned around into a, a, her giving some type of advice it's just it's so boring now Keisha, really? I love that you say that because when she was giving all the advice, all I could think was where are Sharon's, um, you know, glamorous romantic scenes that we miss so much and are they setting her up for having her own mental health issues again by being so focused on everyone else? Like what's the point of this rigid Sharon only talking about everybody else's stuff, you know, is that some kind of foreshadowing? What do y'all think? Well, I did see Monday's episode. So Uh she actually gets, and we do drop spoilers over here from time to time. So be aware. So I'll just say spoiler alert. If you haven't, I know in the Canadian areas, they probably have seen it already, but Sharon does get a little vulnerable about some things on Monday, especially her missing Ray. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we'll get to see a little bit of that on Monday, but I do agree with you guys because that was one of, remember when we did the, um, the best and the worst. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The thing is, is that she's, she really haven't gotten any good storyline. The last big storyline that Sharon had was the whole thing with the cancer, the breast cancer. Remember? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and just breeze through Ray's death. It's like, okay, yeah, they I'm did. fly away for a funeral and I'm coming back and nobody knows anything. Exactly. They just <laughs> went through that so fast. It was like he was gone and then no funeral, no memorial, no nothing. They just, they left the, they left her house and came back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so disappointing the way they handled that. It was, it was mm-hmm. almost as if Ray was not a character on that show for the past however many years he had been there. Like he had only been there for a couple months. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was crazy. I didn't like how they handled that at all. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that you, you know, ended his contract or whatever, but man, at least that's the same thing they did with with, with Quinn. Quinn, I feel the same mm-hmm. way. It's like, you know, I would honestly love for Quinn to come back and like Ridge go away for, you know, a couple weeks and then come back with Quinn on his arm and they ran into <laughs> each other and, you know, sparks and since you know the ladies let him. But anyway, that's for B and B. But yeah, yeah, that's the same dropped story opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just kind of wish they would give it now if they're gonna put her and chance together, which it seemed like they might go in that direction. But then we also saw a little bit of flirting with Audra and, and it looked like Sharon was side eyeing them. I know, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. She seems to kind of want it uh like she marks her territory, doesn't she? Um, but they, I think that she and Chance, there's a little something there. With who, Audra? Or with no, Chance? with Chance and Sharon. This last scene that they were in together, when she looked at him and he looked at her, the TV kind of lit up a little bit like it didn't before that moment. You know, it was like, oh, okay, there is maybe a spark there. I see it now. Okay, maybe cool, maybe cool. Not sure yet. 
Yeah, I didn't actually know what to expect with this week. You know, usually with the holiday weeks, the Thanksgiving and the and the Christmas weeks, you the plots that we get in a normal week, we usually don't get. But I was actually pleasantly surprised, especially with the whole thing with the Sally thing, yeah. what they were going to try to bring um, Sharon and Chance together like we we're just talking. And it, it they really have a cozy moment, not too cozy, but cozy enough on Monday. But yeah, I you know, I would would you guys like to see those two together? Or do you think they would be boring? I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I hadn't seen any spark there until uh till this week. Um in that moment when she looked back at him, there was that little spark. So uh, maybe let's see where it goes. What do you mm-hmm. think, Keisha? Um I wouldn't mind it. I but honestly, I think the only person that could make the Sharon character not boring right now is Adam. Oh. Is Adam? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, think I, I think know. no matter who they put her with, unless they put her with a, another character like Adam, like Tucker, or um, you know something like that, it's it's going to be slightly monotone. Now, somebody okay. in the comments was like they could see Chance with Chelsea. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, with either woman, they have that Ray connection. Yeah, they do. They do. And then a couple of folks said it that we got cheated out. Jeanette said we got cheated out of the Ray funeral and we didn't get a chance to mourn him. And right. she said, I don't think Sharon and Chance should get together. Oh, because of the Ray connection. Maybe so. I don't know. I, I think that might be the thing that I yeah. wonder if maybe that will be the thing that um kind of drives them together. Yeah. Somebody said, Amaya says Sharon is going to be with Nick down the line. It's just that obvious. I don't, I don't think it is. Oh, I don't. Oh, really? I wasn't I don't thinking think that at all. I don't think that's an obvious thing because how many times has Sharon and Nick been single at the same time and they have not put them together? Exactly. Like right now, they could have, there was plenty of opportunity <clears throat> to move him and Sharon together, especially like before Ray passed away, uh-huh. how they were kind of, um, it was like they were showing Ray watching Sharon and Nick and their kids. And he was kind of getting getting that almost jealous kind yeah. of look when he would mm-hmm. watch them. Mm-hmm. So my assumption was when they killed off Ray, that that was going to be, at that point, it seemed like, yes, maybe it was obvious that they were going to put Nick and Sharon together. Mm. But then he passed away and Nick moved on to, was it, that was when he started hanging out with Sally? Yeah. Well, and that and that was and it wasn't even immediately after that. That it took some weeks before that even started up. Yeah, and there was nothing there between Sharon and Nick. No, I honestly and Nick is gonna the way from the way it looks with uh, Sally probably being pregnant because she's supposed to be awaiting test results next week. Mm -hmm. Um, more than likely, we all know what that is. I mean, we've been suspecting that this was going to go down for the last month or two i mean but, it'll be interesting because they've never ever had a story like this before where you didn't know who the baby's daddy was <laughs> <laughs> wow i mean I, 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 I hey any one time it only takes one time but i mean mm-hmm. she's had sex more with nick than she has with with adam but I know that you- one time with adam could be the you know, it yeah. depends on whose swimmers are stronger. I don't know. 
or maybe maybe it'll be a storyline of where because they did this on I think it was it was either Guiding Light or As the World Turns. I can't remember which soap that um, Ross and Blake were on, mm-hmm. but Guiding Light that was yeah. her that was her storyline. She oh. got she had slept with two guys within a twenty four hour period, had twins, and each one of them had fathered one of her babies. That happened or, in real life. Oh, wow. Wow. in the news, y'all. Isn't that crazy? Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be interesting. But yeah, I don't I see um like I know Nick and Sharon have that historical relationship. Mm-hmm. Um and they were together for several years on and off. Mm-hmm. But it's been a while since they have put them together and I honestly I don't really see I don't really see them together anymore. It's kind of like they're just better friends. Yeah, I agree. I think they are better off as friends. Wh- who because how many off, times has Nick cheated on her too? Nick, Nick and Sharon. And Sharon. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And that's, that's the kind of um, relationship so like the way the history of their relationship, how they have had them on and off in successful relationships because she didn't, you know, there wasn't anything that happened with her marriage with Ray other than he passed away. Right. Um, and I feel like they have given Nick a run of, you know, a good run of being with other people. Other than Nick, there was um, Sharon's other, you know, relationships that were pretty good. I feel like they don't do that on Bolton and Beautiful enough. No. I agree. Like with this you. whole thing with, with Ridge and and Brooke, everybody is shipping Ridge. There's no like they can they have never really had a successful relationship apart from each other after the character of Taylor became recurring and not like a, a permanent cast member like she kinda is now. But when they put her on that recurring status or she would only pop up a couple of times a year, that's when that whole thing stopped with her. I don't understand uh, why they don't do that more on that show. Uh, Trish, I have a message for you. What you got? Rosemarie from Florida says she missed you last week, Phyllis. I mean, Trish. Oh, <laughs> Does my Phyllis. voice really sound like Phyllis? Y'all, I'm from Texas. I, do I have an accent? She actually put that in one of the recaps that said, hey, tell Trish that she sound like Phyllis. And I'm oh, like, that is so funny. Well, thank you. I think. Um, but and thank you for saying you missed me last week. That's very fun. <laughs> I missed y'all too. I missed having fun. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I it's like one I would say Melanie said Nick has too many kids, Noah, Faith, Summer, and Christian. And we don't even really get to see Christian. And now you're gonna give him another kid, possibly. Yeah, that's that's why I feel like this is gonna be Adams. Mm-hmm. Now, well, I mean, let's see. So Adam has just just Connor, technically Christian, but not legally. Yeah. I don't know. I, or maybe, maybe if they make it Nick's, maybe it'll be a storyline where, okay, you're having a kid with Sally. Well, I'm gonna go for custody of Christian. I'm gonna take my son back from you. Mm. Mm, that would be interesting now Mel- uh, Melanie said Adam and Chancy- Chelsea should be together 
Adam and Chelsea. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What do y'all think about no. that? Mm-mm. No. No. I just can't. No, no, because <laughs> they have, <laughs> I mean, Adam literally almost killed Chelsea in an elevator. And then Chelsea had all of her issues. And then she tried to set Adam up. I mean, that relationship is going to lead to two people shoving each other off of a, a bridge or something. They are toxic together. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I If he can't get with Chelsea and he can't get with Sally, if they're going to keep him there, the only next person I could say that could match his energy would be Audra. And see, and I'm not even excited about her being on the show yet. Like, I don't have enough invested in the character of Audra yet to care one way or the other what she does, other than the fact that it annoys me that Tucker used her and then shoved her into a bathroom when Ashley showed up, because that is basically telling me that he thinks that she's just something to be used so and she let him and so i don't know i'm just not i'm not feeling it yet you yeah. know i feel okay. like with that audra knows what tucker exactly is. like he knows that Tucker. she knows tucker is trying to get ashley back so yeah. that's i think they're maybe they're using each other yeah maybe. their whole relationship like, is transactional yeah mm-hmm. it is. Right. you know she wants to get a position somewhere or get far in her career. Oh, he gave her a position, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Trish, you a fool. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, Yeah, I just, I don't know. That whole situation with her and Tucker is just so weird. And then at the same time, he wants to romance uh, Ashley. It's just like, okay. It's Whatever. awkward. And I mean, if you think about it, if Ashley knew, you know, where he just was. Right. She would not have even knocked on that door. So exactly. No clue that he's messing around. And I don't know. I mean, and, and you know, Ashley's kind of like on um, what on the movie Clueless where Cher said, you know, I'm picky about the shoes I put on my feet. So. <laughs> I think Ashley's the same way. Yeah. I'm happy. And honestly, I mean, really, there isn't anything Ashley could say because him and Ashley aren't in a committed relationship right now. No, they're not. So technically right now, Tucker can do what he wants with who who he wants. And he just has to, you know, if Ashley does decide to take him back, then he's got to cut it off. But yeah. But I mean, you know, just the whole, the whole ick factor of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, cause they both. I mean, the first time that they were sleeping together, she ran off trying to kiss up on Noah, and then he was trying to get up under Ashley. And it's like, do y'all realize y'all just came from the room with each other? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just. And I didn't hear the shower. What'd you say, Trish? I said I didn't hear the shower. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Really. You know. Um, okay, so let's see. We got a lot of comments. Adam is gonna be with Sally. Um, hey honey smile three two zero, welcome. 
I think that Sally is going to be jealous seeing Adam and Chelsea together, but love that Chelsea is not intimidated by Sally. You think that could go down? Hmm. Maybe. No. She seemed like she's just so up Nick's rear end. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, when she and Adam were together last, last, Mm -hmm. it was so awkward and so boring that maybe they really are done. Yeah, I, I honestly, that's what I'm saying. I've seen them before. We you know we've all seen them in previous episodes where they were really, really hot together, especially mm-hmm. in the Newman Media office. And then they downplayed and watered that scene, pretty much making it like a limp fish scene with those two. I, basically, they were trying to get the, because the fans were excited about those two sleeping together. They had been talking about it for two weeks prior, right? Yep. And then we yeah. finally get to see them. Then it's like want, want, right? And so it's it like, was. Really? and it what it ended up doing was pissing off the fans because the fans was like, well, wait a minute, we were hoping you guys were going to put them back together, not break them <laughs> up and have breakup sex. Right. We were all sitting there with our cool towels, and we didn't need them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> that was that was a very awkward scene. There's no way you can tell me. There's no way you can tell me that Sally didn't know before she decided to have sex with Adam that she was going to tell him that she was done with him. Right. It was just that whole thing was just weird. It was it was crazy to me. I was so disappointed in that scene when I saw it. I'm like, really? That's what we doing? (laughs) Y'all want to bore us with them so you can turn the fans off and say, "Eh, maybe Sally and Adam shouldn't be together. No, you end up making us mad. Exactly. <laughs> um, let's see. Chelsea is not concerned about Adam. Audra is what? What was this? Okay. Audra is turning into a fake oh a fake tramp going from Tucker, then Noah, then Nate, and now Chance. She did try to flirt with Nate too, didn't she? Yes, she did. Yeah, she was a little flirty with him. Yeah, did you see Elena's face when Nate said that he had lunch with Audra? Yeah, that whole scene was weird to me because it was like, Nate, your girlfriends that say, hey, come go to lunch. Oh, I went to lunch with Audra, so I thought you was at home sleep. I was like, how how cold can you be? Nate, buddy, pretend to be a cow and have a second stomach. You go have lunch with Elena. Yeah, at least go have a cup. Yeah, go get a smoothie or some, some lemonade or something. The girl come to show up. You just got her back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She could have walked. After that whole thing is you being a mole. Right. And then you're going to say, well, no, I had lunch with Audra. So shouldn't you be at home sleeping? You woke up fast. I'm like, what? Well, that's Nate being clueless again. Uh, it's like course. he was clueless, clueless right? with Imani the whole time. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I mean, y'all know we all know some Nates. <laughs> I mean, just... <laughs> All the evidence is in front of them, and they just refuse to see it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he really put his foot in his mouth. You know, it's like, wow. And, um, there, and I mean, honestly, was there anything wrong with him sitting down and grabbing a bite with her? Not really, because they knew each other for a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And he got flirting with her. It's just Audra was kind of being a little bit flirty with him. And that's not his fault. But still... 
Well, whole... I will say that um, Elena was like, don't you think that's kind of weird for, you know, you coming away from a company that she's actually working with and she's mm-hmm. cool with you about everything. Right. Versus your own family can't stand the ground you walk on. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. is it weird well, though? Because she's, well, she's a contract employee. She doesn't belong to that company. So she, I mean, for her, well, what they need doesn't matter. Obviously, Elena picked up on something because she was like, the girl is truly a mole. Oh, yeah, for sure. So Elena picked up something to say, I don't trust that girl. She looked like an opportunist. And she's actually right. She is right. <laughs> because, because men know what women want them to know. But women know women. Just like Yeah, they, that's true. Just like they said. And, <laughs> and we spot them because we know. Yeah, yeah we we know when somebody's trying to finesse a run game and all that old kind of stuff. So, and honestly, Elena can see through Audra because she's slithering through town. You know, yeah. Mm-mm. Um, I don't like Nick and Sally just don't match well together. And she still loves Adam, but did not need to rub it in Adam's face about her with Nick. It was just so uncalled for. That was Melanie. Yeah, I don't. I I just hate the way that the writers just botch that whole thing up. Same. Oh, this just sucks. I wanted Adam and Sally just like three years ago. I wanted Adam and Sharon together. Yep. And then when Sally came along, I'm like, ooh, okay, Adam and Sally, and now this. That energy level was undeniable. Yeah, I know. Honey, oh wait a minute, <laughs> honey smiles. I love me some Nate, good-looking man, but he's no Carter. Yeah, see, honey smile <laughs> says nobody can take her husband Carter. She said that <laughs> last week. <laughs> That's her husband. Well, let me tell you, honey smile, Carter is beautiful. Yeah, he got a gorgeous smile. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous smile. Lights up the screen. What do you think, Keisha? What about Nate? Or Carver um, Carver Nate? Yeah. Um, (laughs) I would probably, I would say Carter too. Carter, yeah. I like Carter. Carter's handsome. He got the body, he got the smile. Now, I'll tell you what, if Nate cuts his hair off and he just has like a low, the low profile cut, like how Carter has, Uh I would probably pick. I would probably okay. pick him over Nate. Does well, Nate have abs? I don't know. I don't know. I've never seen him with his shirt off. Yeah, I don't think we've ever seen him with his shirt off either. He's mm-hmm. beautiful. Got a beautiful face. Those dimples. Mm-hmm. The twinkle in that eye. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're obviously both beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful people. Okay, so Melanie says that I can't wait for the showdown between Elena and Audra. It's going to happen because Elena knows Audra has the angle of not trusting going after her. I'm wondering if Audra is going to continue to sniff around Nate. Who knows? Audra might continue to sniff around anybody she can get to until she crack one down. That's what I was going to say is I think she's sniffing around until somebody sniffs back. And then they yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because okay, because we said Nate, we said Chance, and and who else? Noah is that? I don't know. Noah sold on Allie. 
I mean, the look on Noah's face, it's like he's got two looks. He has a smile with with almost closed eyes, and then he's got a pensive look with almost closed eyes. And he's really hard to read. So I don't know what his character is thinking. Like, is he thinking about Audra when he's not with her? Is he really thinking about um, about um, Allie when he's with Allie? Or is he thinking about, like, what is really, what's happening with this character? Yeah, I don't know. I think he really loves Allie. Um, I just think, this is why the whole, I feel like the whole, her pregnancy thing she know a couple weeks ago might be fake. Because he's literally only giving Audra the time of day now because she he found out about that. That's true. And I think, I feel like it's going to come out somehow that she was lying about it. And mm-hmm. that's going to put him back in the mindset of your trouble. We had a toxic relationship. Stay away from me. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's It's... Here's the thing that's interesting because, and I hope I pronounce her name correctly, Tenerife Katz, and let me know if I mispronounce your your handle, but she said Audra is staying around Nate because he's at Newman. Remember, he offered her a position. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she see an opportunity. She is definitely an opportunist. There's no question. Right. So she could continue to get close to Nate because Nate has already opened the door for her over there. So, I mean, she could be like, okay, you know what? And that's why she was so pissed off after talking to Nate when she went back over to Tucker when she threatened to kick him to the curb because now she was like, I don't need you no more. I got Nate offering me a job. Nate's a poacher. What's a poacher? Stealing somebody else's employee and business. Because he took Elena from Newman and then he's brought her back and now he's trying to get Audra. It's like uh, he doesn't have an original anything. Yeah. and, And then she also said Elena needs to also be concerned with Victoria. Now I haven't I've seen that a few weeks ago. I haven't seen much of Victoria coming for Nate lately. Have you? I think it's going to happen. You think I it's going to happen? Mm-hmm. I think so, too. She, because, yeah. She seems so taken with Nate right now. Okay. And I feel like she loves um, she loves men that, I don't know. Who like, is she? Like what they want. You're talking about Audra or Victoria? No, Victoria. Victoria is, well, Nate is Victoria's new shiny object, right? Yeah. I mean, if you go all the way back, you know, remember um, Ryan was her shiny object when she was a teen and he was with Nina. And there's just this whole line of men that were her next shiny objects. So I don't know. I don't know if she'll ever have a successful relationship. I really did (laughs) like Victoria with Billy when Billy was you know, he was more fun and she was all rigid and she made him more grounded and he made her more fun and that's just gone. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I do, I think, I think at some point I, because she kept telling, um, she keeps telling Nick how Nate showed his loyalty, like mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff to her Yeah, in the company and how impressed she is with him and everybody around Newman loves him. Everybody loves him on their business trip in California. And I think she loves a, you know, a good successful 
businessman and somebody mm-hmm. that she feels like is going to be loyal to her. And I think that's going to draw her to him romantically. So I think, she, I think she's going to try it at some point. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, here's the other thing that was interesting. Somebody said, um, Audra loves Noah, but she loves power too. Amaya says Noah don't want her, so she's gonna find someone to keep her warm, who is powerful. Yep, that makes sense. Yep. Oh, Amaya also says that the love of Victoria life was Ryan. You know, I thought that for a while. Um, I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe maybe that's why she can't have love because her, the love of her life died. Yeah, that's pro- that's probably the case. What do you think, Keisha? Um, that may be true, but he's not here anymore. Right. So I felt, I, and she never brings him up either. No, she hadn't. She never here. talked about Ryan. Uh. Uh-uh. So I just I think the reason she can't have a successful relationship is because of her father. <laughs> Honey, there is that <laughs> listen honey smile says that she can't keep a man because newman enterprises is her man that's true too her that's father good. her father and that company that company i absolutely agree yep um victoria i see billy and victoria with johnny more than katie where is katie i don't know she must be spending the night <laughs> with friends a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are missing kids. We finally Christian. got to see Beth, which they aged her this week. Yeah, they, they did age Beth, didn't they? Yeah, <laughs> and then we don't see Christian. You would think Christian, when we got Connor and Johnny, Christian should be hanging around somewhere. Yeah. And we haven't seen little. <clears throat> we haven't seen little Katie either. Uh-uh, no. Yeah, somebody said Victoria and Cole were nice together. Really, I honestly, looking back, I thought Cole was the most boring character in <laughs> history. Oh, my gosh. I honestly don't remember much about Cole. <laughs> yeah, well, the obvious must have been boring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, you know what? Honestly, I think, to me, the best person that they've matched her with, and we've said this before, was Ashlyn Locke. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, until he went nuts. Until he yeah. went off the rails. I mean, her and Ashlyn had a very, the chemistry was good. I think the chemistry with Robert Newman, Ashlyn, which I forgot the guy that was the first Ashlyn Locke, but the Robert Newman, Ashlyn Locke, they have really good chemistry together. Yeah. I thought both of the men played the character really well. They did. Mm-hmm. Different nuances. Mm-hmm. Um but the only way that would have worked is if the story would have went in the positive where he would have actually supported Victoria and been, you know, the yeah, good they, side. Because they, they, they're their match. I mean, business-wise, romantic-wise, they like to, you know, the big business, bureaucratic type of stuff in the C-suite. They would have been perfect together. Like, yeah, she said the writers really blew it with Ashlyn. Yeah, I agree. Yep, that sucked. But anyway. <laughs> and they said just like Jeremy isn't meant to last. We that you know what, let's move into that whole storyline because what we had okay, let's break it in half. We had 
Diane being in the cabin, spending whatever time, and, and then we had Jack and this whole negotiations with uh, Jeremy. Well, Stark. What negotiation? Jack gave Right, exactly. <laughs> that man gave away the, the kitchen sink, the house, the car, and even the cat. For no reason, too. For no reason. Just yeah. like I said last week, there is no reason for all of it. And to be honest, there's really no reason to send Diane out of town. No. Oh, she'll be back next week. <laughs> but it was stupid uh, to either send her out. Of, like, what was what was the point of you sending Diane out of town and paying this man money? Like, mm-hmm. for what? Just you, They may as well have just kept Diane there and tried to pay this man the money because clearly all he wanted to do was not all he wanted to do but he wants to talk to diane for whatever reason and the money isn't good enough so i just i just don't understand i didn't understand what their point of sending diane away was and why would you ever think that paying somebody paying a criminal a million dollars is going to get you it's going to get him off of diane's butt because probably what somebody like him is going to do is take that money and come back and say you know what I need you to pay me more money because I'm not satisfied. I still need to talk to Diane and I still haven't talked to her. So until I get to talk to her, you're going to keep paying me money. I'm going to keep looking for her. Yeah, that whole thing. And then he turned around and take him on a wild goose chase. Yeah, that was so it it was it's pointless. That whole thing annoyed me beyond. Well, you're going to be even more annoyed next week. Uh. Y'all, next week's my birthday. I don't want to be annoyed on my Ooh, birthday. Oh, when's your birthday? <laughs> the 28th. Oh, okay. All right. Well, let's see. What's today? Today is the 24th. Oh, okay. So we'll it'll be the 31st, New Year's Eve, when we get ready to do the next show. Yeah. We got to send birthday shout outs. We can't forget about yours either. Yours is in the summer, right, uh, Keisha? You are in June. Yeah. I'm a July baby. Yeah. Okay. And I'm in April, so. All right. We spread all throughout the year. We got the seasons covered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you really gonna be annoying next week. Spoiler uh, alert. Spoiler alert. Diane is coming back to play a game with Jeremy next week. And Jack kisses Diane and it's his initiation. Ugh. Mm. So okay, yep. here we go. And I know that you are not a Diane fan, Trish. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, I love to hate Diane. Okay. You know, we'll just put it that way. There's there's a couple of people that when, they, when they've come back on, it's like, oh, are you kidding? I have to look at this face. No, that's not how I feel about, about Diane at all. I just, I love to hate Diane. Yeah. And the crazy thing about this is that even with this whole plan that Diane is trying to create, which is going to inspire Jack to do that kiss, you already gave dude a million dollars. Right. So it's like he just got some free money. She came back to town. You could have just waited and she would have showed up. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I wish somebody oh. could just hand me a briefcase with a million dollars, but I don't look oh. intimidating enough, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the writers just, oh my God, what were you thinking? Yeah, this was, they just Crazy. put this story together. <clears throat> you know, I mean, gosh. And then you are, they lied to Ashley because Ashley's going to be like, you told me the girl was gone. Right. You know what I'm saying? 
And now she's back. Exactly. Yep. She popped back in. She must have lost her connection, uh, Keisha. Oh, dang. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, let me see. I wonder when we find out who was working with Ashlyn. We probably will never figure that out. Tenerife. Um, before Ashlyn died, he had that guy in his hotel room. We only saw him from behind. I forgot about that guy. I did too. That's a good memory. Wouldn't it be something if, if Ashland and, um, and, uh, Tucker and Diane and Jeremy were all in bed together and it all comes out that, you know, maybe the head injury didn't kill Ashland. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Well, here's the other If we thing. want to take it to, you know, so on crazy I saw story. Monday, yeah, because here's the other thing. They both are just hypocrites, both Jack and Ashley. Jack kisses Diane later next week. Monday's episode, we see Ashley kissing Tucker. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, really. I made sure, listen, I made sure that I clipped that because I got to use that on my spoiler thumbnail. Yep. Oh my gosh. I tell you what, I saw that spoiler and I was like, Ashley, no, you have no idea where those lips have been. (laughs) Oh my God. He was just, you kissing Audra. You know what Uh I mean? Gosh. Um, Tucker's going after Jabot, Ashlyn going after Newman, Audra after Chancellor. Yeah, that pretty much was how it went this year. Uh, Audra, yeah, well, Audra's going after Chancellor for tucker yes yes yeah yeah so hold on one second let me see a link all right maybe i wonder if audra's like she's just gonna oh there she is okay there you go have i told y'all how annoyed i am with the way that they change this freaking app the anchor app yeah i heard it's been pretty this is a lot (laughs) it's crazy yeah, it is going to be an interesting 2023. Very much so. Oh, did you missed out, Keisha. So next week, I think you heard about Diane or Jack kissing Diane, not the other way around. Mm-hmm. But also, Audra, I mean, Ashley and Tucker kisses each other on Monday. I saw that in the preview. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not, neither, yep. neither of those situations are surprising. Uh-oh. Yeah, and the thing is, they need to stop sni- sniping at each other because the thing is, y'all doing what the others hating. You don't, she don't want him to be with Diane. Jack mm-hmm. don't want her to be with Tucker. But y'all smooching those people. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Willingly. Willingly. <clears throat> exactly. Somebody said, "Do you remember that Phyllis was with Adam for a short time?" That Phyllis. was wasn't romantic with Adam. I thought that was a whole thing about the fact that they were outsiders and that they were trying to put a business or something together. Yeah, they didn't ever get together, get together. It was just business, right? Am I, right? I thought it was business, too. That's yeah, what I, I don't remember them ever being involved, involved. Now, I think this one is you, uh, Keisha. Somebody said that Jack and Phyllis should never be together again. That whole oh. fact relationship died in circa 2006. <laughs> I, I am I am with you 100%. Um, Trisha, do not believe that 
Jack should be with Phyllis. I think that Phyllis, once all this comes out about Diane and everybody realizes they've been had, if that's how the story goes, which I hope it is. Um, I want Jack to come crawling back to Phyllis and I want Phyllis to basically tell him, you know, I tried to tell you, um, you didn't listen to me. I begged you to listen to me. You didn't listen to me and, um, no, go away. And I would love if Danny's back, I know they didn't actually have a love affair in the very beginning, but I would really love for them to come together for Daniel and their grandkid. And I would love for Jack to be hating that Daniel and Phyllis are together. So that's my, that would be my definite want for that storyline. Yeah. But I already saw the previews and the spoilers for that one. Danny is coming back for cricket. I know. I I don't know how that, because it wasn't cricket. Isn't cricket married to Paul? She's married to Paul Mm -hmm. and Paul. I don't know. Did they break up that we didn't know about or something? I, they had, nobody said anything. That's weird. Um, yeah, and the way that it's described, because um, according to SOD, they supposed to disappear into the sunset somehow, Danny and Cricket. So I'm like, what? Wow. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 weird. Um yeah, so, but Keisha, wasn't that also you that said you don't think Jack and Phyllis should get back together? I've never liked Jack and Phyllis as a couple. Mm-hmm. Like, even the first time they got together, I didn't I didn't really care for that coupling. And I definitely, this time, they shouldn't have gotten back together because this was, um, this last go-around was that whole situation where Phyllis basically <laughs> sabotaged her relationship with Nick. Yep. And then, after Jack did all of the sending all of those signals to Phyllis which mm-hmm. caused her to start thinking in that direction because exactly. initially when Jack told Phyllis how he felt Phyllis was like I'm happy I'm happy with Nick you know I we're always going to be good friends I love you blah 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 but I'm happy Thank with Nick you. and then Thank she you. started she mm-hmm. started trailing off yep. because Jack still could not keep his mouth shut couldn't stop with the Oh, I always love you. You'll always be, you know, special to me. You know, XYZ, all that kind of stuff. And then Phyllis started getting those and started sabotaging her relationship with Nick only to break up with him. And then her and Jack still didn't get together. Yep. Yeah, that that whole thing was so crazy. Yeah. I remember us talking about that. Yeah, I mean, he caused all that chaos between yes, he Nick did. and Phyllis. And they still didn't end up getting together because Jack said that he didn't think that it, it was the right time for them or he wasn't ready or whatever, whatever excuse he came up with. Yes, ma'am. Like, what was the point? What was the point of all of that? They now, went all of that for mm-hmm. them not to even ever get back together. It was ridiculous and it just made me so annoyed because I happen to be a Nick and Phyllis fan. I think Phyllis Same. makes Nick fun and they have a blast and I love their banter when they're just sitting there after they've, you know, been together and they're playing video games with the sheets yep. on, you know, by the side of the sofa. And those are just always, they seemed real. They seemed fun. They seemed lighthearted when they were together. She wasn't so serious and he wasn't so, you know, I mean, they really, they were good together. And I'm, I'm a huge Nick and Phyllis fan, even though Nick and Sally are together right now. 
Well, okay. So Honey Smile 320 said Jack Combs fillers down. They are the perfect balance. Oof. And I, then Dinner, yeah. on the other hand, she was like, I agree about Phyllis. I never want her with Jack. Danny is also coming back to beat up on Phyllis about her past. Oh, Diane's story has been about beating up on Phyllis. So I guess what are you going to tell her about herself for all her stuff that she done? I don't know. That's like weird. she doesn't know? Like she hasn't beat herself up? She hasn't. That girl hasn't taken accountability for anything. <laughs> she hasn't. <laughs> That's just me. I, I think looking back at and cricket back into the picture, I can definitely see them bringing up that past of Phyllis's for sure. Yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, it cost it. Yeah, it cost the woman that he loved the ability to have a baby. So, um, yeah. Phyllis got insecure with Nick in 2021, and Jack was feeding those insecurities. No, Phyllis. Phyllis made it up in her mind. Yeah. That, oh. Okay, and because that was part of her sabotaging that relationship. Yep, mm-hmm. and that was when she all of a sudden she hated she hated the Newmans. She knew that the Newmans didn't like her. She would never love you know she would never get along with his family. But it's like you also don't get along with Jack's sisters, <laughs> right? So <laughs> what difference does it make which family right. you're involved with? <laughs> I mean, yeah. her and Ashley are getting up for the purpose of trying to get Diane out of town, but her and Ashley don't like each other. No, and I think don't. Tracy tolerates her because of Jack. Tracy because he knows that Jack. Everybody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she tolerates everybody, so it's not just something with Phyllis. So you don't like either either one of those men's families. So that and that was her. That was the main argument that she kept with Nick is that. You're always going to put your family first. Your family is never going to like me, you know, X, Y, Z. But it's like, that's pretty much any family of the man that you're involved with because you don't get along with anybody. Yeah. Yeah. You're just looking for excuses. You know what would be fun to see bringing Tracy's name back up again would be for, um, you know, Tracy never loses control, right? She's always so um, mild-mannered and so forgiving and has always taken the high road and it would be fun at some point to have Tracy in a room with all these people and, and had been maybe having a few drinks and, and having them go on and whining about stuff and just have her just lose it and just go off on everybody. And list off the heinous stuff. I just think those would be, those are just fun scenes to watch. Cause you know, you can't really do that. It's socially unacceptable, but it'd be fun to watch it on TV. <laughs> Yeah, would be pretty funny. Honey Smiles said Phyllis and Phyllis, which was played by Gina Tognani and Billy with Jason Thompson, were perfect together. The chemistry between those two. Um, I hate, I did not like the Phyllis and Billy uh, pairing either. Really? No, I didn't. And I I, I really wished that they would have put Nick and Phyllis together when Gina was still playing that character. That's who I would have really loved to see together. Okay. Um, I just didn't see that the, uh, she's a great actress, but I mean, I guess there's people who are just that, you know, I just love Michelle Stafford as Phyllis. There's never another one. Okay. Um, Jenna says, I think that Phyllis has paid the ultimate price for her past. Yeah, yep. I agree with that. 
Um, Nick had an affair with Phyllis on Sharon because when Cassie died, it destroyed Nick and Sharon's marriage. Then Phyllis did too. Phyllis um, didn't destroy that marriage. Nick destroyed that marriage. Absolutely. Phyllis was just trying to find her son. <laughs> ran, away with, ran away with Lily. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Victor had her graped on her honeymoon with Jack. Yes. Phyllis yes. was redeemed for her past by Mr. Bell himself when he put her in jail for the first time she was married to Jack. Yeah. Um, let me see. Diane she tried wasn't, to y'all. I'm sorry I have to interrupt. She wasn't just raped that one time. Oh, you guys as say long grape. as he was grape. in that Trish, great. Grape. Great. She wasn't graped that one time. It was every time until mm-hmm. the real Jack came back. I mean, to me, that mm-hmm. storyline made me sick. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot. That was, it was crazy. Sick. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, Diane tried to frame Phyllis, and that scene in jail was horrific. Um, Michelle played the heck out of that scene. It was when Mr. Bell decided he loved the character and wanted her to stay on the show. I want somebody said Jenna said I want some of Tracy's happy pills. Right? <laughs> we that all girl do. is always happy. I'm not bad at her though. Beth Maitland is an excellent actress. Yeah. Um, and then Jack is going to regret treating Phyllis horribly that he will be begging her back for another chance after he finds out Diane's true colors on hiding more secrets. You think so? Well, I wonder what else she got up her sleeve. What else you think she's hiding? You think I'm there's still, more to this Jeremy thing? I'm still convinced that her and Jeremy are, are have teamed up. They're, in They're working together to get that money. Yeah, I think so. Which would be that stupid would... of her because she's got a job with her son right now. No, I don't think that she's still working there. I thought she quit. She I mean, did. well, she's moved up to the cabin right now, so of course right. she had to quit, but I don't think that that's a long-term thing. They didn't fire her. Yeah, I wonder how they're going to play that out because now Phyllis is gone working over there with uh, with her son. If they hire Diane back, oh God, that's going to start a frenzy. Would it though? Mm, possibly. You don't think so? I mean, for she was she was working there before. She didn't get fired. She just resigned just because quit. they thought, quit. you know, she's supposed to be out of town now. She moved away. So I, I don't, I don't think that it would cause a frenzy with Phyllis because, I mean, she was already working there. It was just, it was her quitting. She didn't get fired, and then they hired her back. Okay, that's true. Um, they say Diane is hiding money, and they think that Jer- Jeremy and Diane has a kid together somewhere. Uh, mm, I don't know where that where that idea come from. That would be an interesting. That would be an interesting thing to do, though. I mean, if they wanted to, I shows up to town and says to Kyle, "Hey, I'm your brother, or I'm your sister." Like the kid <laughs> that she know? gave away for adoption, or something. Maybe or something. I don't know. But that's, well, that kid would have to be like 10 years old because yeah, she, be yeah, it's not in a, it wouldn't be an adult kid. Right. Well, but okay. So if you think about it, Kyle was how old when she's, when she died? Like eight? Something like that. But the thing that is that is 20 years ago, 22, 23, 24 years ago. 
Yeah, but the way that the storyline is set up, she left 10 years ago. So if she met Jeremy while in L.A., it would be under 10 years. You know what I'm saying? They saw mm-hmm. Rod uh, Kyle. That's no, I know, but I'm just thinking it just, I don't know. That, yeah. That's a lot of age for <laughs> That would be a lot of intricate parts. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so what else happened this week? So we also saw, hold on, uh, Daniel, Danny surprised Daniel. I wonder, well, they are, it looked like we kind of talked about how that all went down. But what do you guys think about the whole situation with Johnny and the gifts with Chelsea and then Adam showing up? I think um, Chelsea getting him a gift is too soon. Like she literally just had a breakdown. How long ago was this? About a month ago? Month and a half mm-hmm, ago? Mm-hmm. And while it was, this wasn't just the cause that breakdown. Of course, it was a, it was multiple things going. She she's alone right now. Mm-hmm. Um, she was trying to form that connection with Johnny, and she had that breakdown. And mm-hmm. you've only been in you know therapy for she was she was in that um, inpatient treatment for a few days. Mm-hmm. She's been in therapy for a few weeks now from mm-hmm. an attempt. And you're going right back to the issue that kind of triggered that incident. I th- to, in my opinion, I think that's too soon. Like you, you still need to go through some more therapy. Make you know, make sure that you're for real, all good mm-hmm. before you start trying to reconnect or not even reconnect, connect in general with um, with Johnny, and also. Billy was one of the ones that was telling her maybe this isn't a good idea and now he's all of a sudden you know her her champion when it comes to Johnny right it just doesn't I don't know to me it's just not a good idea right now what do you think uh Trish you know I I mean I look at it from a couple of different angles exactly what Keisha said and it's also the holidays and it makes people come into different feelings. And she is, I think still grabbing or grasping um, for lifelines on, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think it's the, I don't think she's holding on to the anchor that's going to pull her under anymore. But I do think that, you know, in situations like the one she's coming out of, There are days where every hour, every half hour, maybe every minute, people Mm -hmm. are going through things where they're grasping for something to hold on to, and then they're okay, and then they're grasping for something, and then they're okay, because you just don't know when the trauma is going to creep up while you're learning how to manage through it. And so I think that might be what we're seeing right now, is that she's kind of grasping for how to have a relationship with him Mm -hmm. uh, when it should just be to let it occur. Let him come to you. Don't force mm-hmm. him. It's not about what you want to do for or with him. Let him come to you when he's ready and just let it organically go. But obviously with a soap, you can't, I mean, you wouldn't have a storyline if you just let things organically grow. Right. So I think right. that's where we are with that, just if that makes sense. So 
um, we yeah, I do see that because somebody was like, you know, um, Adam showed up because they had plans. They did. They are. They already had scheduled plans. Plus, he had plans to take them to take Chelsea over to the Newmans, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which was another weird decision. Yeah, because yeah, that whole environment got to be, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, Johnny wanted the gift because they did kind of baby step this thing. She t- mm-hmm. took it, say, you know, hey, he she has a gift. Do you want us to just pick it up? He wanted to take the gift. And then the little boy also decided that he wanted to buy her a gift. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, granted, the parents are the gatekeepers to the kids, but they pretty much, I guess, how old is Johnny now? 13? That's so what it's like. 12, 13, yeah. Yeah, so they kind of just letting him move how he wants. However, Victoria is struggling. Yeah. You know, like Honey Smile 320, she said, Victoria is being kind of petty. These are kids, their brothers. She couldn't have really thought that the boys wouldn't want to have a relationship, especially in a small town like General City. And they already knew each other. So it wasn't like they didn't know each other. They were but, cousins originally. What they say, yeah. de facto cousins. I think he called it or something. Yeah, well, something I think like this that. Pulls Victoria right back into the time when she was trying to conceive and couldn't conceive, and I think that it's just pulling all of those insecurities right back to the surface. And as as professional as she is, and as put together as she is with her business stuff, although sometimes like a hurricane. Um, you know, she's a very insecure character and mm-hmm. um, she is threatened and and she doesn't know how to handle it. It's just another case of somebody needing to know how to manage through the emotions that they're having without lashing out. Yeah, that's what Mel- I do. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I do agree with how Victoria and Billy decide to handle it where they basically handled it the same way as they did previously when they found out Chelsea wanted to meet Johnny and they talked to Johnny first and asked him how he felt about it. Mm -hmm. And I think ended up forcing it on him in the beginning because he, he said, I don't want to know. I don't, you know, I don't care who my bio mom is. And then was, was end up being, they ended up telling him anyway. I can't remember if it was, they blurted it out. Yeah. So they handled it the same way where they, you know, sitting with him and asking him how he felt about it. And they kept the same energy where they let him make the decision. And yes, since he decided, you know, I I don't have a problem with it. I'll accept her gift and I'll, you know, I want to go get her something. I guess that makes it, that makes it a little bit better. So it's not like they forced the gift on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, Chelsea didn't corner him and try to shove a gift in his hand or anything like that. I just think from the standpoint of Chelsea herself, like, I really, that is just strange to me that that is one of the first things that she's trying, that she wants to do, is she's trying to put herself back in Johnny's life again, I feel like, by getting him that gift in the first place. And I, I just think she probably could have given it a little bit more time. Now, M- Melanie says Victoria is insecure of Johnny getting closer to Chelsea, but Billy said that Johnny has another family with Adam, Chelsea, and Connor. So you were not like that with Reed being closer to Mac. What are you getting about that comment? Johnny does not have another. She said Johnny has a family? 
Well, Billy that? said that that he did. Oh, he Bill. told Victoria oh, Billy that Johnny had another family with Adam, Chelsea, and Connor. That's that's not to me. That's not fair to say. I don't think so either. Because uh-huh. that's not Chelsea is not his. Yes, biologically, but uh-huh. Chelsea is not his mother. So that no, that's not his second family. His family is with Victoria and Billy. When the Newmans yeah. and the Abbots, not with Chelsea. I'm wondering why he say Adam is his family. I could see Connor because they're bio biological brothers, but how did guess, Adam fit in that? He's I an guess uncle because he's Connor's dad. Yeah, well, yeah. He's an uncle. I mean, he's Victoria's bro- half brother, so he. Yeah, is that's, true. That's, that's true. true. that's true. That's that true. That's true. But I mean, you know, they're not close. So it, that statement, when Billy said it, I was like, "What did he just say?" <laughs> <laughs> it remind me of that meme. They go, "What did he say?" What? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't think that statement's gonna hold up. But okay, um, Victoria is really threatened by Adam. She knows if Adam got his act together, he can take her place at Newman and be under their father's good graces. And that's going yeah. down next week in a heartbeat. Victor is trying to get him back in the fold next week. Oh, no Lord. matter what, Adam better stay where he is. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah. no matter is, what Victoria ever does, she will never be the son. Well, and no not, matter what Adam does, he'll never be uh, one of his, you know, original right children. Right. I wish. See, here's where they dropped the ball at with Adam and that whole thing. I was so I had been saying for months. He needs to be separate away from the Newmans and do his own thing. But as long as they're going to keep taking him through all that chaos, he needs to just be away from them. He yeah. finally get a job as the CEO, co-CEO of Jabot. And the writers never put in anything where we see him having an active role over there. Uh-uh. It was literally a day and a half. Yeah, well, yeah. we saw Kyle telling him to leave the photo shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we see him around the office like once every blue moon. Exactly. So it's like if you were going to move him away from that, show him really doing something huge over at Jabot, you know, and then Victor could have been like, dang, you know, I really screwed up. Right. But now you just want him back in. It's like, come on, y'all dropped the ball on that one, too. Definitely. Um, let's see what we got. Billy and Chelsea look like a little family with Johnny and Connor and Adam was Johnny's uncle too. Yeah. We was just talking about that. Adam was never passionate about Jabal. Well, that's, I, we, we never really got to see it. Whether he was passionate about or, or anything. Cause they never put him. He was either running behind Sally or drinking at the bar, which is what <laughs> Phyllis was talking about. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, okay, so did we cover everything this week? Um, I feel like there's because we like talked something about something missing. Mariah. We talked about did we, mm, did we, we talk about, about Adam's conversation with Victor when he was, you know, pleading for Chelsea to be invited to the family Christmas, which is weird to me. Mm hmm. Like if I have to come and beg you to allow Chelsea to to be at the Christmas dinner, then she probably just don't need to be there. Because why would you want to put her in that situation where she's going to be feeling oh. awkward? 
Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, just go have Christmas dinner with her and Connor instead of bringing her into that awkward situation where he obviously has a problem with Chelsea. Right, right, right. So I didn't, you know, I didn't agree we can't with that. Forget, yeah, we can't forget about Sally and her stomach issues. That's right. That yeah, that, we did touch on that a little bit about having that they've you know never done a who's the daddy. Oh yeah, we did talk about that. Right? Yeah. that yeah. was only like a little five minute segment though, right? It was. It was so quick and so short. But you know what? I'm glad that happened in that conversation is that now Nick knows how unstable Sally's childhood was, and that she had to always fend for herself and count on you know her her grandma. But at the same time. You know, your parents abandon you. There's going to be all kinds of issues. So I'm glad she confided that in him. Yeah, mm-hmm. her coming from a carny back, a carny background. I mean, in the end, the parents just left them. Her and Coco. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, obviously the grandma raised them, and then of course Sally's OG Sally Spectra was grandma's sister, which was yep. on the bold and the beautiful side back in the day. But it was interesting how they were able to bring this new uh, Sally 2.0 into this um, whole soap opera world after, you know, the whole original Sally Spectra. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, Adam is the black sheep, but he done good by saving Faith from the car accident to give her one of his kidneys and saving Nick from the tornado in Kansas. But the family forget. I Listen, Melanie, I've been saying that for a year. Yep. <laughs> We're right there with you. It's like they they don't always see him as being evil. And it's like, this man has done nothing for you guys. Come on. Right. I think Nick Nick, uh, brought it up one of these episodes in the last couple of weeks. I can't remember what the conversation was about. But I thought he said something about Adam giving Faith uh, the kidney or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember who he was talking to. Yeah, but yeah. everybody they, they just don't see the good in this man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But it's just it, it's I got to the point I'm like I'm so over that. Just you know, and that's why when he moved away from that family, I was like, man, Jack, cool. You know, he took the job. Let's do something, and they gave him nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I did see um, that. I did see that. Go ahead. The the whole the conversation between Summer and Kyle about whether or not to go up to the cabin mm-hmm. was Diane. Mm-hmm. They had, I feel like they took an entire episode of talking about how they could go visit Diane without um, Jeremy possibly yep. following them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you guys went in circles for an insane amount of time just to come to the conclusion that you just have to come up with a distraction to make sure Jeremy isn't following you guys. Right. <laughs> yeah, that whole it thing was crazy. It was pointless. I mean, there literally could have been like you know a f- one forty-five second conversation of of Jack and Summer and Kyle saying, you know, I really want to see Diane, and Jack could say, why don't I distract Jeremy so y'all can get out of town to go to the cabin? Yeah, Summer and Kyle could say, that's a great idea. We'll go get mm-hmm. Harrison ready. Right. You know, text us when you have him distracted. It took the entire episode for them to come up with that. Now let's (laughs) go show us something glamorous and beautiful because this is not interesting. And again, Mm -hmm. why not just keep Diane there? 
Right. Like, wouldn't you feel safer with her being in the Abbott home? You guys <laughs> being there with her. <laughs> and if Jeremy wants to talk to her, then just tell him, okay, you can talk to her, but we're all going to be here while you do it. Right. It's just, girl, that whole thing was so, so crazy. It was, I mean, everything from the lack of negotiations and yeah. him giving away a million dollars to her going there and then she'll be back next week. Yeah. It, it's just, it's like you, you, and like you say, them spending a whole episode just to plan that whole thing. I saw somebody in the, um, in the Facebook group say something about, if Diane is so concerned about um, Jeremy, why is she walking around up there in the woods by herself with a door unlocked to the cabin? Right. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they just walked right in the cabin. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you just said about Diane walking around through the woods? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Now, I thought maybe she had left because she didn't know who was around. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I hear somebody. Let me go hide or something. Yeah, but even yeah. that would be oh, yeah. stupid to walk through the woods trying to hide from somebody. Right. <laughs> Footprints in the snow. It's cold. Right. To run. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> um. I think. I think that was it. Did we have? Okay. Uh, Abby news this week. Devon. Not no. really. Right? Uh-uh. I don't think there was anything at all with them. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm going to drop a couple of other nuggets and then we're going to move over to bowls. Yeah, so I did see that Summer is going to put Diane on notice on Monday. Um, And then Diane is going to admit that she really isn't scared of Jeremy Stark. So she admitting that to? Summer. Another lie. Yep, she's admitting that to Kyle and Summer. Yep. All right, I don't want everything on Monday because <laughs> I see it in the comments. Um, yeah, so it looked like Nate and Devon is going to have a cute moment too on Monday. Hmm. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and jump into the bold and the beautiful. And uh, before we move into that, please, you guys, if you haven't hit that like button, on the YouTube side, smash the like button to let YouTube algorithm know that they can share the content to anybody else who's going to watch. So I'll put that out there. All right. So let's do the summary for bold and we're going to break this whole thing down. And yeah, it's a hot mess. Especially <laughs> that Christmas party. Especially the Christmas party. Okay. So hold on. My system is like. Come on, slowpoke. Okay, here we go. All right. For the Bold and the Beautiful for the week of December 19th, a high-speed police chase landed Sheila in her old neighborhood. Katie's annual heart test results took her life in a new direction. Bill sunk further into a dark place. The Logans and Forrester celebrated Christmas, and Charlie and Pam gave Brooke and Ridge a Wait a minute, let me get this right. Charlie and Pam gave Brooke and Ridge's destiny a nudge. I hate that word. (laughs) I had to say it right. Oh, Lord, where do you guys want to start? Y'all sound disappointed. I had to pick the last one, so. 
It's your turn, Trish. Okay. Um, all right. So when um, Steffi and Finn were with um, Kelly, mm-hmm. that I thought that was a really cute scene um, mm-hmm. where they were sitting there and talking about what they wanted for Christmas. And she mm-hmm. was like, I have everything I want. Cause they were all together. Right. And I thought that was a, just a, quite an adorable scene for Christmas week. And the outfit Steffi was wearing was just beautiful. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Everybody was talking about that girl's outfit. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I thought that was a cute scene that they had their little cozy Christmas with Kelly, you know, um, I just, I am not happy about the fact that they didn't have them over at the Forrester Mansion. Me either. Why were they not at the, why? They are literally his granddaughter and great-granddaughter. And and Kelly was there with her dad. Right. But why weren't Steffi and Finn and Hayes there? Exactly. I I I just couldn't understand that. Keisha messaged me last night and she said, should I finish even watching this? Did Steffi and Finn even show up? I'm like, nope. <laughs> I mean, I'm so annoyed. Yep. There were, I mean, this was a, oh, God, Jesus. Okay. I mean, even with his biological older kids not being there. Yeah. You know, because you would think I don't know. They recast them or something if they can't. I don't know. I really wish they would because it, it, it's just. It was the Logan family. It was. It was basically the Logan family Christmas. Like I know Zenday was there, Douglas and Kelly, but mm-hmm. like why was and I and I understand why Thomas wouldn't be there right now. Right. But why wasn't Steffi there? Thank you, Steffi and Finn and the baby. Yeah. That makes zero sense. And we they barely got ridged through the door. Right. <laughs> yeah, and my thing is I'm like so I know that Eric and Donna are dating. But mm-hmm. if I was Eric, I'd have been like, you know what, you go have Christmas with your sisters. Um, you guys have a good time. I'm gonna go spend time with my son because he's you know, going through some stuff right now. I'm gonna spend time with my son and my grandkids. Um because I want to be there with them and, you know, show them some support and some love, whatever. But it's like, he just carried on with his Christmas. No concern about, you know, what's going on with Thomas. His granddaughter isn't there. Um, none of his other kids are there. He wasn't even sure if Ridge was going to show up or not. And it's right. It's just it, Ridge, Liam and Eric are basically Logan's. They've been Logan's for the last, I don't know, Two decades. Exactly. Yeah, 10, 20 years. You might as well throw Carter in there now. Yep, Carter too. Yeah. I'm so sick. I'm so sick of everybody in that cast um, advocating for Ridge and Brooke to be there. It's so annoying. Yeah. Did you hear Pam? Yeah. That was the one that, that's that's the one that oh really made me mad. God. I was a Pam. Oh my God, Stephanie would have wanted this. this whole, like, no. Serious? <laughs> no, she would right. not have. And no. just like I was telling, so when I messaged um, uh, when I messaged you yesterday, what I was so what I was saying was that whole little setup when um, Stephanie's character mm-hmm. passed away, and mm-hmm. they had her and Brooke 
mend their relationship and you know they all of a sudden became best friends in the last like yep. couple months of that of her character being on the show mm-hmm. that whole little setup I don't care what that whole little setup did I don't care that no, Stephanie no. said she wanted Ridge and, and Brooke to get they were always meant to be no you are no. not going to take 20 however long she was on that show when she passed away 20 years 25 years whatever 20 years of history and just flush it down the toilet in two months because her character is passing away. That is not what Stephanie would have wanted. And and Pam saying that was just... And that's so what I was saying earlier when we were talking about Nick and Sharon. That's what annoys me about Bold and the Beautiful is literally everybody on that show has all is always advocating for Brooke and Rich to be together, other than Taylor and her kids, of course. But literally everybody else on that show is. So if that's how it's gonna be, then I wish the writers would just stop playing with the idea that Ridge is going to leave Brooke and coming up with these stupid little schemes that other people do to get them broken up because we know how it's gonna end. At least with like Nick and Sharon or like Victoria and Billy or some of these other staple couples we know that there's a possibility that they will actually not come back together at some point you know i don't know how to explain it all i know is it it was it was just deplorable to watch now um i will say hold on amaya said susan flannery wanted brooke and stephanie to have a final scene so I guess the act, you know, Susan Flannery was the one that played Stephanie. So I guess maybe she was the one that wanted that scene of the whole reuniting, according of uh, the rivalry ending, according to what Amaya says. Now I don't. Do you guys remember anything about that? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't know how the storyline came about. Mm-hmm. However, it came about. It was a horrible choice with the history of that show. Oh, okay, gotcha. Even if it was the actress that said she wanted them to mend their relationship, it didn't have to be in that way. From one end of hate to the very other end of the spectrum of that's who she ended up spending her last moments with. Mm-hmm. Like, that was ridiculous for that storyline. If that's what she wanted, then they should have built up to that starting the five years prior. Because... Mm. <laughs> Having it done in like a matter of months was just, it was unbelievable and it was just dumb. Yeah. Digi Denny says that the episode, I guess yesterday, left me so sick to my stomach that I couldn't even comment on the recap. I'm just over the Brooke and the Beautiful. The Brooke and the Beautiful. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly the history, what the show is. The history of the show has been erased. Yes, it has. Um, that, that is, and Jenna, Jenna says that was when Brad Bell took over the show with this core four. He rewrote the story about Brooke and Stephanie. Yep. Um, and now I gotta say, cause there's in the comment section on the YouTube side, a lot, there's some folks that's not liking the reunion of Paris and Zenday. I'm actually okay with it. Yeah, I am too. Cause I, I don't too. see her with anybody else on the show. Same. They, I mean, Paris has not, she's been chem tested with everybody and it just didn't work. And the only one that it works with is Zenday. Yeah. 
if they're going to keep her around and they want her in a relationship, Zenday is probably the only fit. Um, what do you guys think about the whole Katie Hart storyline? Okay, what Dr. Buckingham, really? <laughs> Which I didn't know she was a cardiologist. Same. When did that happen? I feel like when they have a doctor on the show, their specialty is every area, any area that somebody is dealing with on the show at that moment. Then Katie should have said, listen, then Katie should have stopped Finn then. Yeah, well, yeah, Finn, exactly. Oh, Finn, yeah. Well, Finn is a doctor. Yeah. I mean, and are they, are they bringing her, are they bringing Dr. Buckingham back? Because everything that she touched was negative when she was on the show before. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen anything yet about whether or not she's going to be like a permanent fixture or anything. But um, I like Harrison Zenday. I mean, I know a lot of people are not a fanatic of her hair. I've been seeing that all through my comment section. Um, She's absolutely beautiful. I love everything she does with her hair and her beautiful makeup and her clothes and I just think she's stunning um hold on somebody else said something oh Susan Flannery said it in her exit interview about the whole storyline with her that's where it came from that's Um, fine it was still stupid (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah that whole Christmas party I was over it I was not happy about it I did not like the fact that they was pushing the issue I did not like the fact that Finn and Hayes and and Steffi wasn't there even Taylor I mean but then that gives Brooke the head the the one up to kiss under that mistletoe with Ridge and I'm Mm -hmm. like if y'all I mean because my thing is she was so um like even Ridge told her, I know that you don't need no man right now. You are, what, what did he say? How did he describe it? He said, I know you're not swearing off me. Yeah, you swear off men for right now or whatever, or at least me. That's what he said. But then mm. they end up sharing that kiss and they looking all googly eyes at each other. I'm like, just you and everybody staying go get them. I mean, just just be over this. I'm just done with please. this. Thing. I know. Please, please. You took us, they took us through the last six months of this whole thing with the pine cone and the CPS and Steffi and, and, and Thomas trying to get them back together and Taylor coming to town. Taylor finally gets them in Aspen and all this all kind of stuff only to end up on Christmas Eve right back where we are. When Christmas Eve 2021, she was figuring out this whole thing with Deacon. Right. Yeah. I feel like they, the only reason they brought Taylor's character back mm-hmm. was to put her in the middle of the storyline, which is annoying. Like, if you're going to bring her character back, give her something different right. than this, please. Mm-hmm. And I love this. I love Taylor. I do, too. I do, too. I like I like um, Krista Allen's bubbliness. Me, too. Yeah. You know, and Just I mean... Fresh air. And that's why people last week with the whole, you know, they're the two of them teaming up, you know, to say no to Brooke choosing themselves. Everybody was over the moon excited about that. Yeah. But like we said on last week's call, how long is that going to last? And here we are 
what Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or whatever it was on the show, you know, Brook and Ridge in <laughs> the Destiny yeah. word. Yeah. Yep. So it's like that's why I didn't get too happy about that whole no, thing. Right. Do it. I knew it wasn't gonna last very long. Uh, and but- I, and I think you said it before. Um, when you you said that this Taylor, this version of Taylor, Krista mm-hmm. Allen's version, has a lot more chemistry with Ridge than Brooke does. Yeah, yeah. And did I you agree. see that sex scene that they had in Aspen? Yeah. I think their personalities in general, because this Ridge is a little more lighthearted and not as serious as the previous actor that played <clears throat> Ridge was. And the same with this Taylor. She's a little more free-spirited, yeah. more lighthearted than right. the previous Taylor. Right. Yeah, somebody, I follow uh, one of the um, platforms that's out of Australia on the Instagram side, and they happen to post a video of that scene because obviously I think they're like weeks behind us. So they're seeing just now the whole Aspen thing, right? Oh, the chase. Yeah, well, they also, I guess at this point, from what they posted on their platform, they reposted that whole scene with with, um, Ridge and and Taylor and Aspen and their little hot night. I had to share it to my story because I forgot all about that. I'm like, dang, they they really got good chemistry in bed together. It was good. You know, yeah. and I mean, there was many scenes of Ridge, even as Thorsten K with, with this situation with Brooke, and it was just like, mm, okay, you know. Yeah, I just uh, yep. hate it. I don't, I don't <laughs> like the way they did this, and I, I don't know. Like, obviously, they threw the whole Thomas scheme in there to ensure that, you know, Brooke and Ridge or Brooke and Taylor didn't actually get back together. Um, But I wish that it would have been, if they were going to do this, I wish Mm -hmm. it would have been less predictable, a less predictable situation. Well, here's something that you guys will find interesting. It's a little bit of a spoiler alert. So apparently with Thomas next week, he's got to face the board of directors about Forrester in order whether or not he should keep his job. What happens in that family has nothing to do with him and that fashion line. To me. Now, I've seen a lot of reviews about that come out, what, yesterday? And people had a lot to say. And it was like, why would you need to have the board of directors determine whether or not he keep his job? What do you guys think about that? I mean, there are moral clauses. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there's a morality clause if that's in there. But who wrote it? His dad? Uh, no one there because they they don't have any (laughs) i guess my thing is if you can't trust the individual if you can't trust someone regardless of if what they did affected the business or not Mm -hmm. like if he's if he's pulling those kind of schemes off then Uh what's to say that he won't try to pull off some kind of scheme that affects work as well and the people around you can't trust you so i don't like i wouldn't want to work with somebody that i don't trust because that because he works he works with his family right so yeah it was a what he did was a personal issue but we also have to come to work with you too somebody said that um that was jenna she i think it's ridiculous if there is a morality clause they have they have all broke it 
absolutely. Yeah, they did. They yeah. definitely did not write a morality clause. They would have had to have somebody else write it. Firing Thomas is going to kill their bottom line. Amaya says, though, Thomas should get fired. I don't care if his dad is the boss. Yeah, I mean, think think about it. He's the head designer for Hope's line. Mm-hmm. If you were Hope, would you want to come to work with him every day? Um, you know, new ideas for your line or whatever it is that you got to work on for your line? Well, hopefully they find hopefully another designer not. that will match what he was doing. Yeah, I mean, to me, I still can't believe that, you know, he would ever work with Hope again after being, you know, pushed into a vat of supposed acid. Yeah, I mean, there's that too. Yeah, I mean, they've done some things to each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, after listening to him tell you for weeks that you, I've changed, I've changed, oh, I've changed. Yeah, that was just yeah. Yeah. And then come to find out, oh, you haven't really changed because mm-hmm. look what you did to your son. Right. You, that, you that, risked that, your yeah. relationship with your child and mm-hmm. set up this, you know, this fake CPS call, had them come to the house, talk to your child, and then you told your child to lie for you. You told right. them not to say anything. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Our child. Digi Denny says morality morality clause when Brooke Dunn had a baby by her daughter's husband, child right. have three <laughs> seats. And she he said have three seats and the sofa. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh Jenna says to me that the hope for the future line will suffer. Where were and then Honey Smile says, Where were the board of directors for every scandal Brooke, Stephanie, Steffi, Ridge, and Eric caused? Oh yeah. There have been worse scandals than Thomas's. What about Eric on the hotel ledge, butt naked? <laughs> oh, we going back. We're going yeah, she back. Oh, back. Steffi got fired once before too, uh, but and her firing was caused because of something Liam did. Liam set her up. This was Bill. before. Yep, this was before Liam had started a relationship with with Hope or uh, Steffi, and he he set it up to make it look like Steffi did something to Hope, and I can't remember exactly what it no, was. No, it was uh, Brooke uh, sleeping with somebody, and Liam didn't do it. Bill had it done, and Liam was a victim, too. It was a, a video at the fashion show. Yes, that's what it was. That showed something about Brooke in a compromising position, humiliated her. And, mm-hmm. and Steffi got fired for it. Yeah. Uh, Melanie says, I don't like Thomas, just don't trust him and manipulate won't stop. So, yes, fire him from Forrester Creations. Um, they didn't fire Gina, says they didn't fire him for being on the cover of a tabloid. And then Amaya says, Thomas needs a psych evaluation, not a sketch pad. <laughs> the writers screwed that man. I, I just, I, yeah, they, I agree. That was they, yeah, they destroyed and- that character. And it's even worse because he still he doesn't think any he doesn't think he did anything wrong still. Right. Yeah. I mean, they really destroyed that character. Yeah, okay, did. I just wanted to throw that out there because that's been buzzing the last 24 hours since that whole spoiler came out for next week. Um, we we still gotta talk about Sheila Carter <laughs> and that police chase and the stupidity of the police. Force. Oh gosh, yes. Crying out loud. I mean, some that people some people was like, um, what's the guy name? The, the the police guy. What's his name? The um, not detective. Baker. Yeah, Deputy Baker. That he should have instead of sitting up in there screaming and hollering with Steffi and Finn, he should have been out there on the streets. <laughs> what right. do you think? 
Yeah, because they're yelling at the cop that's actually chasing Sheila. What's happening now? What are you doing now? You, when if you see an opportunity, you need to move. Like yelling at this guy who is actively in the process of chasing Sheila. <laughs> and, and not only is Doctor Baker yelling at this cop, but Stacey and Finn are yelling. Right, and I'm like, I call him Doctor Baker, Detective Baker. I'm like, why are you even still in the room with these two? You need to be somewhere. Go, go sit in your police car. Like <laughs> Jenna, like Jenna's just said, where was the helicopter? Yes, right. that was the same thing I was thinking. Is why is there no helicopter out there with the play by play of where Sheila is going? Yeah, there's no traffic jam in the sky. <laughs> Jenna said he kept saying that there was backup coming, and we never. Yeah, he, we, it was just the one cop. Yep, and, and you know they got cornered on the expressway, and then she found the way out, and it was just. And my son walked in when I was trying to get all of the scenes, and he was like, "Mom, you do realize that that looked fake." <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like, not. That didn't oh make sense. He was. He said. He said, "Mom, is that Sheila Carter? Did she get away again?" I'm like, "Yeah, well." It's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and you know what's funny is if the cop never would have put his lights on, if he just would have kept just quietly following behind her, oh, something yeah. have gotten away. He could have told it. They could have met up with other cops. Yada yada. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that whole thing was hilarious. <laughs> like it was a, like like Jenna just said, the guy looked like he was a one man police station. It was Barney Five. <laughs> yeah, but now, uh, spoiler alert: Sheila is supposed to show up at Finn and Steffi's house and and reveal herself to them. Oh God! What is her What is her end game though? I, that's what I don't understand. Off the point. cliff. <laughs> oh, you talking about off the cliff, girl? You're so crazy. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's weird. So what? I mean, you know, Steffi is going to be furious. I think yeah. she'll be scared. And then Finn. I mean, what does that mean? Does he fight his mom? Does do they call the cops? I guess we have to wait and see. But yeah, she's going to come out of this. She should have did that a long time ago. Why did you go through sleeping with Deacon? Running from the cops, wearing a mask when you're going to, going to show up at their house anyway. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, nothing about it makes sense. It's crazy. It is crazy. Uh, let's see. So we talked about Katie. We talked about Christmas. We talked about Deacon. It says Steffi is supposed to go into some PTSD over all of this. Ooh. Uh. Okay. I wonder if they're going to throw her back on a... Oh, we've got to talk about Bill. Did they show him this week? Yeah, Katie... Because, see, we got the cliffhanger with last Friday with Katie hearing him out. And then on Monday, Katie turned him down and had Carter pick her up from his house. That's right. That is right. I'm like, girl... (laughs) Well, first of all, it did didn't you make there? sense because how did you get there? Yeah. Right. Why are you taking a cab? Oh, wait, she couldn't drive because she was too upset. To get when she went to the house? No, she drove I think she drove herself there, but I think at one point she said she was too upset to drive. So Stop she left it. a car at Bill's? I don't know. Maybe I miss maybe I read that wrong. Maybe oh, she God. maybe she took a car there. 
Listen, if that's the case, that's even more stupid. That is even right? more stupid. But she had that. She had Carter come and pick her up from the house. I know he was pissed. Yeah, and but, it's like Carter is really the only person she could find to come and pick you up. Because you know Brooke would have come and got her. Or Donna. Totally. Or even Hope. Rubbing that in Bill's face. Yeah, she wanted to stick she it to Bill. She certainly was. Yeah, she wanted to stick it to Bill. And all it did was made Bill even mad. Now, according to, I guess he's supposed to shock the world with something because um, Liam is going to see it, whatever it is, show up on his phone and going to mm-hmm. show it to Wyatt. So I guess we got to be on the lookout to see what Bill is going to do next. It must be something crazy. I hope they do go with the whole storyline, even though it's kind of crazy. Where if they mean that they're firing Thomas, or maybe they will. I don't know it because they said the decision is going to be left finally up to Ridge. Which why did you get the board involved if Ridge was going to make the final decision anyway? Right. I wonder. But, if maybe it's um, because it's tied or something. I guess, girl. I the don't are tied. But I wouldn't mind seeing the whole thing where he go and work for Bill. Pull so you think Bill would want to do that? If he go to a dark place, he don't care. And then I even saw something that Bill's supposed to be teaming up with Sheila Carter. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. What, like, would, uh, what could Thomas do over at Spencer, though? Well, Because he's a designer. Right. So he's going to create a new division where they're supposed to be bankrolling the whole thing, which allows mm. Thomas. Yeah. Okay. I, would Liam be okay. would be I, I don't mind hostile takeovers. That stuff keeps the show interesting because I'm sick of the other stuff. Yeah. I'm just trying to... Uh, I wonder if that would cause Liam to leave Spencer because you know he detests um, Thomas. If yeah. You know, if that does happen. Where are you going to go? He's going to be without a job unless he go work at Forrester with the rest of the Logans. I'm sure they would find him something to do at Forrester just like they did with Donna who has no skills. evidently she was in the chess club (laughs) oh okay here we go it says Thomas owns 5% of the shares he's supposed to give that to Bill as collateral to start the business lord I'm okay with that just something to shake this whole thing up I need something different um, Deacon has tried to get through to Dingbat Sheila to stay away from Finn, Steffi, and Hayes, but not. It has not registered to her. Well, she'll show up next week. Mm-hmm. All right. Did we cover everything? I think so. The kids mm-hmm. looked adorable on Christmas. They were cute. Yeah, they did. They, they were cute. Adorable. All right, let's go ahead and do our final two segments and then we'll call it a day so everybody can get back to Christmas weekend. Oh. Um, what's wrong with you? You got to go shopping? No, I just, it's it snowed really bad here and I got to go to my sister's house tonight and I hate driving in the snow. Oh, girl, please. No. You know, I'm, in, I'm not that far from you. Two states <laughs> over. So I know what you're going through. It was below zero here. Oh, no, so sorry. It's like 24 here now. In Girl, here. I'll take 24. Me it was too. Negative I know. I'm so sorry, you guys. Y'all be careful. 
you in a heat wave. You are you in a heat right. wave. Here's what we got going on. But, you know, people are so silly here. They don't take this seriously because it doesn't happen all the time. But we did have that awful freeze two years ago. I remember. But, um, yeah, it was bad. But this one, um, we did shut the water off and did all the right things. So we're fine. Um, but there are some people in North Texas that aren't doing so well right now. But not as bad uh-huh. as you guys have it, of course. Oh my God, it was so cold yesterday. And the wind chill was like 35 below because the wind gusts were like 40 to 50 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. So I, I just stayed in the house all day. <laughs> yeah. I would. The wind is still going here too. Yeah, it looks like it's, uh, Jenna says it's cold weather, a deep freeze in the deep south. Yep. And Digi Denny says, all I want for Christmas is for the Logans to fall off a cliff. <laughs> oh the god digi denny is hilarious yeah, i don't necessarily want him to go off the cliff um but yeah the, I, I i love them and i love to pick on them too okay um, so melanie says she lives in texas it's 26 degrees down there so it's not far obviously you're not that far off trish yeah you guys uh, gotta be suffering at 26 in texas it's it's rough for people who aren't used to it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just hit my phone and it looks like my my phone says thirty now. But the sun is shining. I mean, it's absolutely gorgeous out there. Um, just a, I probably need a jacket to go outside. But okay. Oh, she's in Louisiana. Oh, okay. Oh gosh, yeah. The yeah yeah it would probably be a little chillier there than here. Uh, oh wait a minute melanie's in texas and jenna is in louisiana and honey smile is in florida and she's still getting christmas gifts telling everybody <laughs> to stay warm it's in new she digi is in new orleans it's cold but it's manageable listen i'll take manageable over negative six yes yeah. sorry <laughs> oh my gosh burr all right, let's go ahead and do our flip the script segment and our who's taking a seat. So, what do you got for this week? Who want to go first? Uh, I I can go. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so my my YNR flip is instead of Adam begging Victor um, for Chelsea to come over for Christmas, and he just mm-hmm. makes a decision. And ask Chelsea if he can spend Christmas with her and Connor. Okay. Um, and then my Bolt and the Beautiful flip is Eric has Christmas with his family, not his girlfriend's family. Um, and Donna and her sisters, you know, can go do whatever they want to do for Christmas. Um, and then my take, my take of seats on YNR is Kyle because I felt like he was whining for an entire episode about wanting to spend Christmas with his mother. Uh-huh. I know that probably sounds cold, but Kyle is like 30-something years old. Like, stop it. But that's still his mama. <laughs> Listen, mine I know, is, I know. Mine is just, 25 and they, she came through the... <laughs> I just felt Christmas. like he was whining about it. Oh, like, okay. You're talking about the whining about yes, it. Yes, I just okay. felt like he was being a whiner. And, and also initially was not taking into consideration spending Christmas with his son and his wife. It was all about his mom. And they were basically, that whole episode was them trying to figure out how to, to get up to Diane without getting caught or whatever, being followed. 
Mm-hmm. So it was just annoying. Um, and then my take a seat on Bold and Beautiful is Eric one because I feel like he has always disregarded his family for the Logans. And um, Brooke, because her little, I know that that was just a little peck with, a quick peck with Ridge, but her little I choose me lasted for like five seconds. Mm-hmm. He is going to fold the moment Ridge tries to talk to her about getting back together. Yep. Okay, what you got, Trish? So, okay, for the flip the script on Y&R, I would have wanted the entire situation with Diane to have not been this whole cabin escapade. And I don't even know what I would have wanted them to do, but just not that. The whole thing Mm -hmm. was stupid. Um, The flip the script on the bold and the beautiful is exactly the same as Keisha's with regard to Eric. Um, actually being with his family. And I wouldn't have even minded so much if the Logans were there, if they were all there, but it, they weren't. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I get it, Thomas, but everybody else should have been welcome. Nobody else did anything wrong. That is, you know, doesn't warrant an invitation to Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's my one for B and B now for the take a seat on Y and R. I definitely need for Jack to take a seat and I need for Kyle and Summer to take a seat mm-hmm. um, on, <laughs> on Bold and the Beautiful. I definitely think that the writers need to take a seat and figure out what the heck they're doing. Because what happened this week on Bold and the Beautiful was just ludicrous with Christmas. Yes. Okay. Than that it was great. <laughs> it's so funny. All right. So um before I say mine, Jenna says that Jack needs to take a seat on Y and R and on B and B, Brooke needs to take a seat with Donna. <laughs> <laughs> they can sit at the chess table. All right. All right. Um, okay, so my uh flip the script on on the uh Young and the Restless would have been um, the whole situation with um, Victoria and Billy and that whole thing. I, I know they, they were trying to do the whole Christmas Christmassy thing with that. You know what I'm saying? But I just think a lot of that was a little bit too soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but then at the same time, Johnny wanted it, but they brought it to his plate. He didn't know nothing about the darn thing until they told him about it, you know? Right. So yep. they probably could have just picked up the gift and then, you know, at Christmas said, hey, you know, whatever. But anywho. And then on the bold and the beautiful, my flip would have been um, Brooke pulling that fishing rod down and said, ain't nobody getting no kiss over here. <laughs> yes! <laughs> ain't nobody kissing over here. I just told him I'm choosing me. And you now you want, me, you want him to be my destiny? Get that fishing rod out of here. Oh, amen. <laughs> and then taking a seat on um, the young and the rest, rest, uh, restless Jack. Jack, you could have gave me that million. Yep. Really? You gave away everything only for Diane to come right back to town. And she's not scared of him. 
Um, yeah, so Jack, yeah, sit down. You know, we're gonna have to keep you away from the money for a while. Let your cat handle it. <laughs> uh, and I mean, then, um, I have to ask you real quick how much was that yacht that Billy bought? Was it over a million? Because, I mean, if Billy could be fired from being CEO for that, shouldn't Jack be able to be fired for this? Yeah. Was it I his would personal money? Yeah, I mean, you you making negotiations with a felon. Yeah. Using Jabot money to take care of your baby mama. I just had to ask. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then taking a seat on the bold and the beautiful is the whole writing staff for that Christmas episode. Are you yes. serious? You did not include Steffi and Finn and Taylor. We know you wouldn't going to invite Thomas, so I'm not going to even ask for that. Right. But why would you, and at least recast, the, you know, the older Bridges' other half siblings to show up to see their father on Christmas? Come on. Yep. So, you know, Brad, take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> Couch. Couch. Oh, my God. Okay. I was wondering. Wait a minute. Let's see. I agree with Jenna. Take a seat. Okay. I was wondering if Lily was working than being with Billy, but instead he was with Victoria, Johnny. That's a good point. Billy, yeah. he didn't even spend time with Lily for holidays. We didn't see that. Yeah. So that's, I was wondering about that. Like, I was wondering if these were just, you know, the couple of days leading up to Christmas mm -hmm. and then, you know, him and Lily actually spent time on Christmas together or like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day together. Mm -hmm. Because if, if he was with Chelsea, hanging out with Chelsea on Christmas, that's it. he has officially lost his mind. Yep. Like, come on. Well, they did say, um, according to the spoilers, Lil Lily is supposed to make a very painful decision next week. Mm, here we go. So I don't know if that's about, you know, Chance of Winners or about Billy, but I would cut him loose. How do you go and use yeah. Christmas with two of your exes? Yep. Because yep. Chelsea is on one side of the table, and of course, Victoria, which is, you know, they share a child together. Yeah. But you know, still, but you couldn't call Lily and say, hey, Lil, we're going to be over at Society. Mm -hmm. You want to swing over? No, I would be mad too. You hanging out with all these people and couldn't call me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going. He's going he's too done. Far. He's done. And I need to, we need to, I, I cannot wait to figure out what the heck is going on with Daniel. Like what this deeper uh, issue is. Something's going on with Daniel. Daniel is something creepy it'll probably come out next year we still got what is it what's the next sweeps february i think so yeah so something should come out which is what okay jenna said which is why they should have been including christmas yes i think that thomas should have been there also and i thought Ridge should forgive him as christmas hmm that would have been an interesting christmas yeah so so that's why i was saying i think eric should have done it separate because there's no way that if I was Brooke or yeah. sisters or Hope that I would have wanted to be in the same room with Thomas. No. Um, so if Eric had had a separate holiday from Donna and, you know, just would have been his kids and his grandkids, different story. 
Yeah, I, that makes sense. I can see that. I can see that. Mary, although I still would, if I was rich, I'd still be. Yes, you're my son, but you still did some crazy stuff to some my baby stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, there's two. You guys also stay tuned for the spoilers, but I'm also, and I'm gonna ask you guys if you're interested in doing this, or I can just release it as a separate two videos. So there is a 2022 year in review recap that I'm planning to do. Would you guys rather talk about it? We can do a separate day for that, or I can just do it separately. What do you want to do? Um, I mean, That's I wouldn't. Fun. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing it with you. Okay, okay. And you guys in the chat, drop a one. If you think that we should do a live year in review of both of the soaps, or would you rather um, do the, you know, my pre-recorded recaps? Drop a one in the chat if you wanted that. I thought it would be fun. I, I already recorded the videos and I have the content, but you know, if you guys want to talk about it live, we can choose a date. I'll put it out there and then we can talk about it. Okay. Look forward to it. Okay, so yeah, they want to talk about it live review. Did you, Jenny, put a one? Okay, the ones are coming in. So, all right, so we'll pick a date to do the year in review. We'll probably do it toward New Year's, something like that. I don't know. You guys let me know your schedule. Okay. And we can coordinate it because I got all of the storylines that happen and we can just talk trash about everything that happened to you. <laughs> I love it. Sounds fun. Digi Denny says, yes, we need to talk live because he need to drag Brooke some more. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. All right. So I'll keep you guys posted. You guys on the YouTube side and the podcast side, you guys will get that, too. So don't think I'm leaving you guys out on the podcast side. And then we can talk about that and have some fun. But I'll send out a notice about it. So on YouTube, you'll get just like I sent the notice yesterday for this live. You'll get it. Oh, Jenna says she want to rag on Jack some more, too. Yep. (laughs) All right, you guys, we're going to cut it short. You guys have an amazing Christmas. Don't eat too much. Hopefully you get some do something fun. And uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. See you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.